We're gonna be starting things off a little bit different this morning. Um, we gotta be careful how we word that because we can easily say, hey, we're not gonna start the day out. We're, gonna, we're not gonna worship today. We gotta be careful with that because the truth is if you're here this morning, what we're about to go do, there's no pure form of worship than serving the Lord Jesus Christ the way that we're gonna do today. So um, number one, I wanna say thank you so much for everyone being here today. I know that this week has been absolute chaos. How many teachers do I have in here? How many teachers? Few. Some of them are scared to even raise their hand right now. Like, no, because they'll say I'm exposed or something. So I'm not gonna raise my hand. I'm just gonna be quiet. But hey, I wanna say thank you for our educators, for the school system, for what y'all are having to face with our children right now. So thank y'all so much for that. And I know that um, when we do an event like we're doing today, and you may think, well, why in the world do we just jump right in? Hey, we've got some people online at home watching right now that aren't able to be here. And I know um, many of you, if you're like me, you've been hearing news all week of, of people that are, are getting sick or people that are being exposed to the sickness. And so we see everybody again is not knowing what to do, know which way to turn. And I know that I got a lot of messages as of Friday and Saturday of people that were having to pull out of being here today. And I know that you sitting at home right now, I know you're probably discouraged. I know that you could feel like, you know what? I don't serve a purpose. I missed out on today. But can I tell you, even if you're sitting at home, we're here today because of your faithfulness. So thank you so much for those who are at home. We're praying for you and we miss you today. We really, really do. Um, you know, up about two weeks ago, I don't know if we announced this or mentioned this, but two weeks ago, we were about 150 children short. If you, as you've heard, there's about 360 children that we will be delivering Christmas to today. And at one point, there was about 150 that were not accounted for. And so we made an announcement, we did a video. Within 48 hours, you, you at home, you responded and there was over $5,000 given in 48 hours so to make sure that every child received Christmas. So I wanna thank you at home. Again, that was what you did. That's what you did in this room. And there was times on Friday that our staff, we were going back and forth and then uh, look, being transparent, I was like, you know what? Do we just pull the plug on this? But here's what I know. We serve a God who provides. And it may not look like we think it should, it may not go as smooth as we think it should, but if God gave us a vision, he is going to see it through. And so today's gonna be a great day. There's a lot of kids. I want you to think about this. There is a lot of kids that woke up this morning as if it's Christmas morning. They are excited about you coming to see them today. And so I just wanted this morning, well, look, we're gonna be in and out of here in 10, 12 minutes. I'm not gonna sing, nothing of that. So we're just gonna get, and we're gonna jump right in the word for just a minute. We're gonna commission, we're gonna pray. And then Sam and Jared are gonna come up and kind of give the instruction of how today is gonna go and how we're gonna dismiss. But if you were here last week, we talked about Emmanuel. We talked about God with us, or we talked about it the way it's translated, God with his people. And we know that the name Emmanuel changed everything. And if you remember looking in the book of Isaiah last week, this was when he spoke hope to the people who were in the peak of their oppression is what we mentioned last week. 
This group of Israelites, they were down on their luck. They were overwhelmed with their circumstances. They were overtaken by discouragement. And if you remember the words of Isaiah through King Ahaz, and he said, calm down, don't fear, and don't be faint-hearted. And the reason that he was able to instruct them with that is because of the next thing he was gonna tell them is that God was coming. Emmanuel was coming. That is why we are able to calm down. That's why we're able to sell our hearts because we know that the Savior is on his way. And so the, the arrival of Jesus, we know that when you look into the New Testament, the arrival of Jesus changed everything. It brought hope to the hopelessness and it brought light to the darkness and it gave joy to those who were discouraged and it also transformed the oppression to hope. And we see what all happened and, and Jesus was the catalyst that brought this transformation too. Now the word catalyst, I love the definition of this, but it's an agent that provokes or speeds significant change. Now we know that Jesus, the reason that he was the catalyst is because he was the very presence of God being brought to mankind. Jesus was the savior of the world. Now we know before Jesus, when we look at the Holy Spirit, when we look at the presence of God in the Old Testament, it's represented in a lot of different ways. The Holy Spirit was represented by fire. It was represented by the rushing wind. It was represented by clouds. It was represented by storms. But every way that the presence of God or every way that the Holy Spirit was represented in the Old Testament was a form of energy. It was a form of energy. And I, I stumbled across the Hebrew word where we get this idea of, of energy. And it comes from a Hebrew word named roach. They say you have to clean out your throat when you go there, roach. But I didn't do that, okay? I'm trying to save you a little bit. But the, root, the word, Hebrew word roach is speaking of God's breath. And it's speaking of God creating energy by breathing life into something. And so when we look at the presence of God, when we see him in the Old Testament, when we see him in the New Testament, what we're seeing is Roach. We're seeing the power of God. We're seeing the breath of God that's providing the energy to change everything. And so we see this happen in Jesus's life. After Jesus's birth, after he was getting baptized, we read in, and you don't have to turn there, but in Matthew chapter three, verse 16, it said, after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened and he saw the spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. You see, in that moment, Jesus was given the Roach. He was giving the power of God. He was given the breath of God that was going to change everything. Now, something that I wanna point out again is what we mentioned last week. You know, God's presence came to the children of Israel. God's presence came to them. And then we see it right here in scripture that the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus in the form of a dove. When we talked about your salvation last week, we spoke of the Holy Spirit coming to you the Holy Spirit convicting you, the Holy Spirit knocking on your heart's door. And then we as a people, 
What we're called to do is respond to the Holy Spirit coming to us. Either you receive him or you reject him. But in all cases, God, the Roach, his presence are coming to us. And so you think, well, Brian, what in the world does, what does this have to do with Sin Sunday? What does Roach, what does the presence of God have to do with today? Our prayer for you last week is that you were overwhelmed with thankfulness that the Holy Spirit came to you. That you were overwhelmed with thankfulness that the presence of God came to you. He convicted you and you responded to that. And what we love about God is that God has made a career out of bringing change where it's needed. God has made a career out of bringing change where it is needed. That's the very thing that happened when he saved you. That is the very thing that happened when the Holy Spirit came upon you. He brought light to your darkness. He brought life to your death. But the beauty is he gave you his breath. He gave you the Roach. And so believers today, do you realize that when we go out of this building today, you have the very thing living in you that fell upon Jesus, the Roach. You have the breath of God in you. Now, I know we probably don't need to be talking about breath in today's circumstances, so don't go around breathing the presence of God on everybody. That'll get a little awkward, okay? But understanding that every single one of you, as a believer, as a follower of Jesus Christ, you have the Roach living in you. And what this is, is this is the energy that changes everything. And it's not because you're some great person, but it's because you are a carrier of the almighty God's presence living in you. And we have that ability today to go and to take this to people. We have the ability to take the Roach to the places where change is needed. And so today, once you realize, once you realize that you are a carrier of a life-changing element, this is what should compel each and every one of us to go. Is that you are a carrier of the element that changes everything. So the reason that we go today The reason that we send you out is in response to him coming to you. The reason we're sending you out is this is in a response to us being thankful that the Holy Spirit came to us. And when we realize we are taking the energy, we're taking the very presence of God to people today. Be thankful that that presence came to you. Be thankful that that presence came to you. Now, so today we're not going as a check off the list. 
We're not going in spirit of Christmas because, oh, you're supposed to give. We're going today in response to him coming to us. That's the very reason we're going. Now, the one thing that I wanna mention is this. Like I said a moment ago, there's kids that have woke up this morning that are the same way that your children and my children will be on Christmas morning. They're overwhelmed with excitement and anticipation of what you're bringing them. But can I tell you, if we're not careful, I know in the the eyes of this pandemic and I know the eyes of everything that we're going through, if we're not careful, today will be something that we can just check off the list. Make sure that you slow down. Make sure that you realize that every child you are going to be in the presence of today is hungry for something Don't just give them a gift and walk off and think, okay, I've checked that off my list for me to feel better about myself today because here's the truth, today's not about you. Today is about us taking the breath of God. We are taking the energy that has the ability to change everything to a people who needs it. So make eye contact with every child. Make eye contact and have conversation with every mom and dad. Because you're gonna see tears today. They may be yours. You're gonna be overwhelmed today. But at the end of the day, when we go home this afternoon, I want you to think back on today and say, did my arrival, did it change everything? When I go somewhere today, whether it's an apartment complex or whether it's a a trailer park or whether wherever it is that you're going today, when you leave, I want you to ask yourself that question. Did my presence change anything today? Now understand, I'm not talking about your physical presence. But what I am talking about is the presence of God living in you. Did your arrival change the environment? Did your arrival bring hope into hopelessness? Did your arrival today bring light into the darkness? And the way that you're gonna do that is you're going to surrender the very energy that's living in you And that's the power of an almighty God. So today as you go, we're gonna pray in just a moment that that God's energy, that God's breath just overflows in and through us today. And if that happens, your arrival will change the presence of where you're at because it's the presence of God being used in and through you. And so what I want us to do this morning is we're gonna humble ourselves today. And we're gonna pray and we're gonna ask God to open doors today. 
We're gonna ask God to give us discernment to, to recognize things today. For God to show us the dark places where his breath and his light is needed. Because my fear in this is, my fear in today is that we will just fly through Sin Sunday and just get it over with. Look at that servant. Mama saw my teeth sticking to my lips, didn't you? Oh, that's the Rohawk. That's the presence that changes everything. Thank you, Deacon. Now I don't know how to recover. We were in a very serious moment. Leave it to the hall kids. But what I want to do say is as your pastor, is how much I love you. How much I love you at home. For locking arms with the presence of God and doing what he's called us to do. Because today we're never gonna look more like the church than we do today. And so we're gonna, we're gonna worship today. We're gonna worship today. And so what I want us to do this morning is I want, if you're with your family, I want you as a family to, to kind of huddle up together if you feel comfortable, but you're in the same house, so you can do that. Nothing's wrong with it. And I just want us to all humble ourselves before an almighty God today and say, God, please use us. God, don't let today be something that we check off a list don't let today just be something that we go because it's Christmas time and we're supposed to give. If that's our mindset going today, then we've missed it, church. And so let's just bow our heads and at home, you bow your heads and at home, I want you to pray for your church family that's here this morning that's about to go out. And let's just ask for God's power Let's ask for God's presence. And let's ask God to use us today. So I just want you to take just a moment and I want you to pray right where you're at. And then I'll close us out. God, this morning, um, we as your people just want to say thank you that when we were hopeless, you brought us hope. When we were in the darkness, you brought us light. And God, I am so thankful that your presence changes everything. 
And so I know today for a lot of us may be a strange day. There's a lot of us in this room right now that may be very uncomfortable with what we're about to do. So God, I'm asking that that Roach, that your breath, that your presence would even change our hearts right now. That you would bring our hearts peace. God, that there would be a boldness inside of us today that we realize that we are going with the power that brought resurrection to the life of our Savior. It's the very presence of God. It's the very energy that is living in us. So God, all around our community as little children have woke up this morning, God, as they opened their eyes, I know that that we were on their mind. And God, I can't imagine um, what it would even be like to wake up on Christmas morning and, and all the gifts that we receive fit in one little box. But God, today, that little box is gonna represent so much more than a monetary gift. God, I pray that that little bitty box would represent you, that that little bitty box would represent love, but most importantly, that it would represent God coming to the people. And so God, as your messengers today, Lord, use us, stretch us, Make us uncomfortable today. Because God, we know that when we're made uncomfortable, that's when you are glorified. So God, go with us as we depart from here. God, some people would look as today as, well, they've canceled church. But God, the truth is today we're having church. Today, we're fulfilling the vision that you've given us here in spite of all the obstacles, in spite of all the questions that are still left to be answered. God, we're going in obedience today. So God, give us the strength and the power. God, to trust you. And God, we'll give you the praise and the glory for everything that takes place today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.